Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in Health IT, where health IT teams are headed, 10 observations. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. So I, in order to keep this to 10 minutes, I have a phone call in 10 minutes. So that's one way to time box this to make sure I don't go over. I pulled an article from Becker's Health IT, where health system IT teams are headed, 10 observations. I think these are interesting and I'd love to cover them with you. Here we go. And excerpt, CIOs are taking a larger role within health systems as technology is growing to support all departments in the system's central mission. The CIO's role has evolved into a true business leader and clinical partner. IT teams will spend time influencing and being laser focused on their stakeholder communication skills, said Zafa Chaudhry, Senior Vice President and Chief Digital Officer at Seattle Children's, who I just got off the phone with. 10 observations from conversations with six healthcare CIOs. Here you go. Number one, CIOs are becoming more strategic leaders and business partners to support the health system's mission in all departments. To that end, many CIOs today are keenly focused on technologies and applications to improve the patient experience as an important priority and key investment area for the health system, even as systems face tighter budgets than in the past. And that is so true. Every CIO I'm talking to either has picked up some new titles, but regardless of if they've picked up new titles or not, they are focused more and more in on that experience from one end to the other. It could be the clinician experience, can also be the patient experience, but they are laser focused on that. Number two, with the elevated focus on digital transformation, some CIOs are becoming chief digital officers, which I just touched on, or chief digital and innovation officers to reflect their elevated status as organizational leaders. They aren't solely managing the IT infrastructure, but also developing and deploying data-driven initiatives and digital strategies system-wide. It's important to note, and that is happening, absolutely true, but it's important to note as that's happening that what that means is there's another layer of people within the organization that are being elevated, that are taking care of the infrastructure. I, I had this paradigm that I've shared many times, which is keep the trains running on time, lay new track, and build airplanes and keep the trains running on time is really about making sure that your infrastructure is working, right? The data center is working or the cloud's working. The cybersecurity is good. Hygiene is good. The systems just run as they're supposed to run. Keep the trains running on time. Lay new track is about new features, new functions, new capabilities within the health system. And then build airplanes is about innovating. It's about doing things differently than we've done them in the past. And health IT leaders are leading that shift as well. So that's number two. Number three, there is a paradigm shift to seeing analytics as a service for the health system to ideally reach the point where data contributes to predictive analytics versus being primarily retrospective today. All right, so we've 
probably been talking about that for a decade, but now you have new models, you have new forms of compute and new algorithms that you can, you can get ahead of the curve. You can look at 10 years of history, 15 years of history and determine what's going to come next. Number four, the workforce shortage is front of mind for CIOs. Health systems are turning to robotic process automation, RPA, to streamline more functions and depending on IT leaders to quickly connect new employees with their systems, technology, application, and platforms. It used to be new employee would come in and if they didn't get set up for a week, that was no big deal. And now it's gotten to the point where they come in, they get connected almost immediately and we're, we're also being asked to look at this workforce shortage and say, in what ways can technology help to alleviate that challenge? And so RPA is one of those things, one of many ways that we are trying to address the workforce shortage. Number five, healthcare IT teams are encountering unprecedented attrition as competition from all sectors for tech talent heats up. Hospitals are now competing with companies nationwide for IT employees who have more remote work options. Wage hikes amid inflation and fierce competition also make it challenging for hospitals to retain talent, right? So healthcare is not gonna be able to keep up. We cannot keep paying the uh, top wage for talent. And that is just based on our margins in our industry. Tech margins are a lot higher. They're going to be able to pay more. That is just the, the nature of things. So at the end of the day, what I'm seeing is this very thing that healthcare IT leaders are thinking about culture. They are thinking about uh, purpose and meaning in the work. They are connecting people to advancing healthcare and advancing the health of their communities. And it's resonating with people at a very deep level and it gives them a purpose in their work. And that is one of the things we have over other industries and CIOs are tapping into that healthcare CIOs. Number six, the most effective CIOs will engender a culture of near constant change where the concept of a five-year plan or even one-year plan is obsolete. Instead, teams need a lightweight governance driven by business leaders who make changes and employ new strategies quickly. While I, I believe this is true, we are getting much smaller windows and that is a good thing. Throwing out the one-year plan is, is kind of silly. And even a three-year time horizon is kind of silly. Looking at a three-year time horizon, you wouldn't look at, hey, we're going to do this project over three years. What you would look at is the trends that are uh, impacting your health system and say, okay, where are we going to plug in? We may not know what project we're going to do in year two and year three to address the patient experience or to address maybe a new AR model or something to that effect for training of physicians. But we, we will know that generally we believe that technology is going to play a role in certain areas and certain trends are going to start to be adopted in the society at large. And if that's going to happen, then we need to be in front of that. So yes, we are still looking at those plans, but we are becoming much more agile. Number seven, as health systems build data and artificial intelligence capabilities, IT teams need to be made up of more data scientists, analysts, architects, and engineers. Sophisticated data teams can help improve patient care and realize savings for the organization and improve an important value proposition, right? And so that's absolutely true. Data is just that, it's just data. And we are cleaning up the data so that we can start to create information and then we can start to create insights and then even predictive insights into our system. So again, our teams are looking a little different and their focus a little different. 
Number eight, there will be more collaboration between clinical and data teams. Absolutely. Number nine, interoperability, price transparency, and protecting patient controlled data remain top of mind for CIOs, especially with more data coming in from wearables and remote monitoring devices. You know what? Interesting. I agree with the first, like three quarters of that sentence. The wearables and remote monitoring devices have not taken off to the effect that I would like to see them take off. And so we are moving a little slow there, but hopefully that will pick up. And then number 10, diversity, equity, inclusion are top priorities for most healthcare organizations and CIOs are working with their teams to support these initiatives. It's imperative to create equitable access to virtual care and make sure AI algorithms avoid biases that could hurt patient care. While I hope that number 10 is true, I don't believe it is true. And I don't believe it is true because I want to see compensation models that support diversity, equity, and inclusion. Until the compensation models support diversity, equity, and inclusion, I do not believe we are going to make the kind of progress that we need to. This is this comes back to a conversation I had with Dr. Clasco. People do what they're incented to do. And most CEOs were not incented on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And because of that, he didn't believe that we were going to make progress in that area. I agreed with him 100% on that. Not that we should have to pay people to make progress in that area, but I believe it is one of the things that will help us to accelerate progress in that area. So there you have it. That's all for today. Agree, disagree, shoot me a note, bill at thisweekhealth.com. Love to hear from you. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You get the picture. We are everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. And there it is. My phone is ringing. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.